12-time world champion Demetrius Johnson makes his much-anticipated debut at one championship. The one flyweight world Grand Prix champion! Well, obviously, I'm the number one contender. I got a date with Adrian Reyes. A world title showdown for the flyweight gold. Well, Adriano said Demetrius was dominating UFC. I was dominating one championship. Beijing's hurt! Adriano Marias defeats Demetrius Johnson. Everybody knows who is the best in this division. If you know, you know. If you didn't, you know now. Tell you what, I can take a knee to the jaw and get right back up. We've all been waiting for. We flew him all the way from Singapore to Calabasas, California. They are two of the biggest names in one championship who just announced a major deal with Amazon Prime bringing five fights here to North America. It is the vice president of one championship, Rich the Ace Franklin, my personal favorite fighter of all time and world champion Angela Lee, the Adam Weight champion from Hawaii on this week's Food Truck Diary, and I'm feeding them breakfast burritos. Let's go. Make it thick, thick, super thick, from my wallet to my check. I don't want it if it's skinny, but I need it if it's thick. Need a thick girl for the thick boy. I need everything I get, super thick boy. Used to have a model bitch, now I got a thick one. Yeah, I do. Last night went late, yeah, we had a sick one. Yeah, very drunk. Yeah, and I like I'm Let's do it. We got a very special episode of Food Truck Diaries. We have two of the biggest stars from one championship. We have the VP of one championship. You guys know him as Rich Ace Franklin, one of the most famous fighters on the freaking planet. My personal favorite, you're one of the reasons I got involved in MMA. I used to wear your uh, brown and pink American fighter shorts, they're my favorite shorts. I had to wear those because they stick out, right? Even if you were, if you were watching a fight at a sports bar and you, did, you couldn't hear the sound or see anybody, it's like, I like that guy because he's wearing brown and pink. It stuck out, that's why Yeah, it got me, and uh, I mean, you know this, this is, you also look like Jim Carrey, who's also my favorite, yeah, comedy true. store legend. I can't, so. I can't escape, I, I haven't been able to escape that since I was 16, unfortunately. It, it's not a bad thing, you know? Uh, it's not, not the best thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a legend, dude. But then, and then next to you, you got, I think, the face of one championship all the way from Hawaii, Angela Lee, the Animate world champion, the youngest champion in the history of MMA. What were you, 19 when you turned uh, world champion? Yeah, yeah, I was 19 years Youngster. old. Youngster. <laughs> yeah, so I appreciate you guys coming, man. You're, you're obviously in Los Angeles to announce the big partnership with Amazon. You guys are coming over to the States. We are. Coming over to the American market. You got, what, five shows planned? Five big shows? Five shows for, for the remainder of 2022. Uh, the first one being August 26th. It's going to be the rematch of Adriana Marias and uh, Demetrius Johnson. So it'll be Great fight. one on Prime Video 1, uh, Marias versus Johnson 2. That'll be uh, the 26th of August. It starts at 9 p.m. as the lead card, and the main card is at 10 p.m. Eastern time. And that fight is where? That fight is going to be broadcast from Singapore 
but airing during U.S. primetime. Oh, gotcha. So it will still be in yeah. Singapore where you guys, you know, do your thing, but yeah, I get, broadcast it here. I guess you could call this like our soft launch in the U.S. because all of 2022, we're going to be broadcasting still from that side of the planet. We'll have shows in Singapore as well as various other locations in Asia. But friendly to American times. All, all the, all the, all the prime video shows will be during U.S. primetime. So this one, the, the main card, like I said, starts at 10 p.m. League card at nine. And all the, all the other shows for the remainder of the year, the schedule, they'll start at a similar time frame, but we don't have those those times set yet. 2023 is when we're looking to actually be on ground in the U.S. Ooh, that'd be fun. Yeah. And uh, Angela, so there's five big fights. Are they, I'm sure, and, and uh, I was talking to your, the PR guy, Josh, I told Rich this, I think for, for one championship, you know, all the, you guys are brilliant. You obviously taken over the international market. You guys are crushing it. So you're trying to do the same thing here in the States. I think their road to success here in America goes through you. No Thank pressure. You. No pressure. No, no pressure. pressure. So it's if it fails, good. no pressure. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, <clears throat> out of Hawaii, you know, you look at your fighting style, you're a mama, you know, so I think a lot of people relate to it, you know. So yeah. for you with these five fights, is there anything I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet, uh, I would assume Chatri and Rich find something for you to be on one of those major five fights. Yeah, you know, definitely. Um, I'm super stoked about the deal and I'm putting my my number in to get on one of the shows. Um, obviously, it's uh, you know it's it's huge. Um, Amazon Amazon card. I'm super excited to see you know the live events and um, showing on US primetime. Because I'm sure in Hawaii you're you know you're the, the the big the big name on the island. You know, and the, obviously. Hawaii has a history of, you know, phenomenal fighters. Started with BJ Penn. He was kind of the pioneer of that. And, you know, BJ might be your freaking governor. You know, he's <laughs> running for a governor. <laughs> yeah, he might, I think he's going to win, to be honest. But so, you know, obviously Hawaii loves their, their fighters. Yeah. So I'm sure this being more friendly to the time zone, especially for Hawaii, you know, the, the fan base has to be excited about that. Definitely. You know, in the car, I just searched like what 9 p.m. Eastern time is to Hawaii time. That's 3 p.m. Um, that's that's perfect. You know, um, people don't have to stay up till 3 a.m. It's a great switch off. And um, in Hawaii, everyone loves the fights. They support us like crazy, the fighters. And uh, I'm just so grateful to be fighting out of there. And now, you know, it's accessible to everybody. Yeah. Explain this, Rich, because I think for the American fan base, one of the things that makes one championship special, I mean, obviously the production value, the, yeah. the talent, the fighters, you, you know, you guys have Muay Thai fights, you have high level submission grappling fights, then obviously high level MMA fights. But also the thing that separates you guys from uh, a lot of other organizations is the the weigh-in process, like the, yeah. the, the, the way, the, I'd say the weight limits. Weight and hydration. Like hydration thing, yeah. right? So you find an atom weight, mm -hmm. which, um, I, and at the press conference uh, yesterday, uh, someone, one of the uh, reporters asked about atom weight and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, isn't con confusing for fans? I'm like, when Victa has atom weight, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, they're, they're familiar with it, but your guys is, is weighing kind of hydration thing is a little, can you explain? Yeah, it? So, think, think about so, like this, Brennan. When, for example, when I fought at 185, I'm a middleweight, and, but I'm walking around at about, 208 okay. right and so i'm cutting from 208 down to 185 really i'm walking around at a light heavyweight weight in essence so when we initially made the switch all of our weight classes kind of moved up so what you would call light heavyweight here we would call middleweight oh god gotcha. all that being said so there, there's a shift but all that being said is that the 
the intent of the hydration protocol, what we do is that when the athletes come in during fight week, they get tested for their hydration and their weight. So the process works like this. Two days before the match, you walk in, you, you, you pee. You pee, we test your urine for the specific gravity, see what your hydration is. If you're on hydration, you step on the scale. You have to make hydration and weight simultaneously. Then, if you do that, a day before the fight, you repeat the same process. You have to make hydration and weight simultaneously again. And making hydration is what? It, it's making sure, like, making sure, like, if you pee right now, I, yeah. can, I can use, a, I can use a, like, an instrument, like a refractometer. Yeah. It's like Mountain Dew, yeah, not hydrated. It, yeah, the less hydrated you are, the more yellow, typically, your <clears> pee <throat> is. And so, you're testing the specific gravity of the urine, like, getting all scientific, like, but you're testing the specific gravity of the urine, which is basically the amount of par particles that gotcha. are in your urine. And the more particles you have in your urine, the more dehydrated you are, in so, essence. So it's safer for fighters. It's also easier for fighters. And you know, I would assume you're getting a better performance out of the fighters because they're not killing themselves it, to make this is This is one of the things I talk about. I think that one of the reasons why we have a 70% finish rate and really exciting 70%? fights. 70%? Yeah. In one championship is because the the athletes just one example is because the athletes are fully hydrated, so you're you're not coming in and depleting and, and performing. Like if you and I are fight, fighting each other and we both have to cut, it's like well we now have to manage our weight cuts, right? So we're going to come back and we're going to perform at a percentage of our optimal level because we've been dehydrated, Correct. right? And so it's like well who can do it better? Can I come back to 95% and you only make it to 90%. Yes. So instead it's like, well, we're both at 100% performance level because we're both hydrated and we're able to put 100% on the line. And I think that that's one of the reasons why we have such exciting fights. Yeah, it, it also just makes sense when you think about it because you want the best fights possible. And if the guys feel good and they're they're fighting at an optimal level, you can get a better product. Well, but be, your challenge is explain, like, you know, the commission here in the states is well, but a B. So you, when you guys come to the states, you have to explain that to the commission, right? Yeah, but it's not. See here, there there are other things that are part of the global rule set that because like we have athlete safety as a real priority for us. So for example, our organization requires athletes to do fight week CT scans just to make sure that you didn't like because you're going to do your CT during like your medical protocol yeah. like you did when you yeah. were fighting right yep. well you'll you'll do all that during the medical protocols that we have for you that are 4 or 5 weeks outside of the fight but come fight week when you show up we stick you back in the hospital and CT your head again to make sure that you haven't had any you know damage from during the last training. week of training right yeah, wow. and so Protocols like that and the hydration with the, the conversations I've had with the athletic commissions here in the U.S., like there's no issue when you're going above and beyond their standards for approval. Because if a state wants to approve you, they'll say, okay, well, here's our minimum standards of approval. Well, you're gonna, you, we're, we're going to do our, our weight and hydration through third party anyway. We're yeah. going to do the CTs are technically third party. It's yep. a hospital. So any protocols that we want to do above and beyond their minimum standard, they're cool with. They're in it. So yeah. it should be a pretty easy transition for you guys to fight yeah. wherever, especially some of the more stricter commissions. Yeah. Like I, California. There, there's there's going to be some commissions that are going to be slow to adopt for sure. But, you know, I've, I've, I've personally, I've been back in the U.S. since June of last year. I've been working on our U.S. expansion here. And one of those things is, is speaking to athletic commissions. I've spoken to several of them that have already given us approval in their states and several others that are like, well, we, we're definitely interested and we want to see kind of proof of concept here in, in the U.S. I think too, as far as, you know, one championship expanding the, into the states, I, I think you're going to be a big uh, part of that. And then also if Rich Franklin comes in and was like, hey guys, this is what we want to do, I'm sure it gets their attention. Like, and I'm sure, you know, Chatri, who's brilliant, there's a reason why you're the face of this expansion, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I'll say this, that it probably makes a difference when I'm calling an athletic commission's office as opposed to just another executive in the company. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. 
Hell yeah, you yeah. call me out, I'm gonna listen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if, yeah. if if freaking uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s give me tips how to drive, my that makes sense, yeah. you know? Like with, if Rich Franklin comes in, I was like, hey, this is what I think we should be doing. They're gonna listen way more, you know. Yeah. You, you are massive here, dude. Uh, well, listen, I, I, yeah. I'm gonna try to stay humble on this, but yeah. you go ahead well, and continue. Let me do it. Let yeah, me, continue no, running I'll, with I'll that. I'll be your like, hype man, dude. I, yeah, I'll I, be your hype I, man. You're a great hype man. Yeah, I love I, this. I, I got you, dude. So you were, uh, I assume, so uh, explain to me, how, how in the hell did you get linked up with one championship? Because so, you were such, before you answer, because you were, you know, you were such kind of the, poster boy for the UFC because when you think about it the UFC and just mixed martial arts in general had kind of this you know storyline about you know rugged dumb guys you know meatheads and then you were a former math teacher what, what grade did you teach uh, high school high school so freshman you, uh, to, to seniors so yeah. you know you're an educated dude you're hopefully good at math you yeah. know and you're you know you're a math teacher that decided to you know fight grown men in your underwear in a steel cage so I think at we that time... We all make time, good life choices. Yeah, right? So I think <laughs> at that time, it like kind of portrayed the, the mixed martial arts, especially the UFC, in a different light where people were like, oh, these guys aren't just... These are real athletes. Like, no, they have other options. No, if you, if you actually... I mean, people forget even 10, 12 years ago. Like, I, I was just recently watching a, a video where I was in Germany promoting at, at that point in time. And the kind of questions that we were getting asked, like, so wait a minute, you can actually choke people? And this was in like 2009, right? Now, it's just when you, that long ago. Yeah, it's not. And so people forget that that was the state of MMA when I was champion. Like we were you know, still being compared to human cockfighting and explaining the fact that these fights could go to the ground. And you, yes. the thought of, you know, in the Western mentality, the thought of being able to hit somebody when they're down. I mean, every film you've ever seen is like, somebody gets knocked down, like a cowboy movie, it's like, well, get up, yeah, you know, right? Yeah. And so that, we, you know, we had to get that past that entire stigma. And I was exactly what we needed here in the States at that time because we were, fought, we were fighting to get past that, in essence. Agree. And so what, coming full circle at the end of my career, like towards the end of my career, I went down to Singapore to teach a seminar um, at Evolve. And just randomly you got hired to go down there and teach? No, the, the, I mean, they, reached, they, they reached out to me. And yeah. uh, actually, I went down there with Hume. The oh, two nice. of us, yeah, the two of us went down there to, uh, to teach seminar. I was still competing at the time. But, oh, real um, quick, for those that don't know, Matt Hume is uh, DJ, uh, Demetrius Johnson's coach, and he's also involved with one championship. Matt was my coach at yeah. one point in time so, as well. And so. Matt's like, you know, yeah. he's the Phil Jackson of <coughs> MMA coaches. Dude, yeah. He's mastermind. <laughs> That's why they, the call nice him, guy they call him the wizard. They call him the wizard? Exactly. That makes sense. He's the nicest guy ever until you he's grapple so cool. with him. Have you ever grappled with him? No. Oh, God. It's like grappling a wet blanket. It's really? Terrible. Oh. I didn't know. I'll, I'll tell you a story about that after this, but but we I went down there to teach a seminar, met some some of the executives uh, at one championship, and they were like, hey, if you would ever be interested in a position when you're done retired from fighting, l let us know. It's, and did you want to do, do, like, you know, certain guys get done with fighting, and they're like, I'm good, man. Like, is, did you see this, like, uh, as a career choice? Um, I, n not initially, because yeah. I, I was still in competition at the time. And even when, when I retired at first, there was this transition. I can remember, distinctly remember, after I took the job with one, sitting in the stadium. Uh, for the first probably year, year and a half of events. And the whole time I was sitting there, I hated it because uncomfortable. I had the same feelings that I had as if I was sitting in the locker room. It's triggering. Right, yeah. yeah, exactly. And, yeah. It, and it really took me some, some time to actually 
escape that to, to be able to sit and and, and watch the matches kind of change your yeah. the, the way your brain works I, I, I to this day it's tough for me to go to fights yeah yeah I get yeah. PTSD. it's triggered but yeah. with that being said I've done so many different things for for one championship I, I ran um, I did a travel show called one warrior series it's called rich Franklin's one warrior series where I traveled around recruited talent with a production crew and you know we, we told the stories like whether it was like something cultural or whatever we got into and and you know I, I initially helped set up like the merchandise department for one and just did several different things like and jack so I, of all trades i don't know if i'm a jack of all trades yeah. but i'm kind of just slotted in where where they're lacking real talent maybe yeah 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 <laughs> i'll try to say it that way yeah so then uh i assume you watch the fights you watch everything like all yeah. organizations or just one championship no I, I i stick to mostly one championship and then i'll watch some of the bigger matches here yeah. and there but it's it's just difficult but you know keeping up with ufc bellator pfl and you know, Eagle FC is on the rise now, and there's just there, right. there's so there's so many organizations out there that you know, when you sit and talk, fight, 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 fight all week, and then your friends are like, hey man, you want you want to watch the fights this weekend? I'm like, no, I worked all week. Nothing man. worse, yeah, right? nothing like, worse. So it's uh, or, it's or when you break bad. down a fight, and then I'll be at Starbucks, I'm like, hey man, what do you think of uh, you know Angela versus uh, Stamp? I'm like, can you listen to the podcast, dude? I just <laughs> broke it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, do we have to do this? What's up, Thick Fam? Let's take a little break from chatting with Angela Lee, the champ, and also one of my faves, Rich Franklin, and we'll get right back to it because I got something to tell you guys about. Lately, I've been listening to a lot of music, a lot of podcasting, and I do it when I'm running, when I'm on my bike. But look at my ears. They're not designed for earbuds. That's why people make fun of me when I post videos when I'm riding my bike because I got wires in. And why is that? Because my ears are like tortellinis. Until my friends at Raycon Wireless came along, they're the best earbuds I've ever used. I'm telling you, they're the only ones that fit my ears because they come with different gel tips. I can fit it to my exact earpiece. So now you're not going to make fun of me anymore with the cords. That's it, man. Raycon's everyday earbuds look, feel, and sound better than ever with optimized gel tips. I'm telling you, dude, for the perfect in-ear fit, that's why I ride with Raycons. They don't budge. Trust me. It's the only wireless earbud I can use. That's why I love Raycon. That's why I've asked them to be part of this show, part of all my shows. Raycon gives you eight hours of playtime, a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are priced just right. You get the quality uh, audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycon's everyday earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. They're fantastic. Noise isolation, awareness mode. All right, the earbud, I just tap. I tap for maximum volume. When I'm on the bike, you're cruising, dodging a rattlesnake. I just tap it. All good. Let's tap it. Okay. Go to buyraycon.com slash shab, S-E-H-A-B, today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon, R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash shab, S-E-H-A-B, to score 15% off buyraycon.com slash shab. Enjoy. A lot of y'all been waiting for this vacation with your mans or your woman or your kids and you're going international and you don't speak a lick of the language. Don't be that weird random dude who's lost searching around this foreign town. Why don't you pick up some skills? Why don't you pick up another language? It's easy. Take it from your boy. My girl's super Mexican. My kids talk trash to me in Spanish. I have no clue what they're talking about. Well, I'm going to let you in on a little secret. 
There's Babbel. That's right, Babbel. They make it fun and easy. It's bite-sized language lessons. There's still time to learn a new language, even at my age, dude. People say, oh, you're too old to learn the piano. Wrong! You want to learn a new language? I got you guys covered. Babbel, you only need 10 minutes. You got 10 minutes to learn a new language? We all have 10 minutes, all right? Um, other language learn apps use AI for their lesson plans, not my friends at Babbel. Lessons were created by over 150 language experts, all right? And it's scientifically proven to be effective. We're taking the guesswork out. We're talking about science. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German. Your boys on Spanish, so I know what my kids are saying about me. All right? We got you, man. There's so many ways to learn with Babbel. It's so much fun. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. You're never too old, fam. I'm telling you, I have CT and I learned Spanish. Right now, when you purchase a three-month Babbel subscription, you get an additional three months free. That's six months for the price of three. Just go to Babbel.com. Use the promo code SHAB, S-C-H-A-U-B. That's Babbel, B-A-B-B-E-L.com, promo code SHAB. Now let's get back to the program because we're eating breakfast burritos. So, uh, yeah, it, it's interesting, man. It, it's it's cool what you guys are doing. It's cool you're at the forefront of it. And then for, for you, Angela, I, I would assume, you know, because Hawaii is such a small community and you guys take so much pride in your fighters, and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, talent out of Hawaii. So the gym you train at, is there a lot of young talent? And then I would assume, you know, it is, especially in the States, you know, Kids grow up, you know, they're not saying, oh, I want to play in the CFL. Like, everyone's goal is the NFL. So I assume at your gym, you know, there's, it's, in America, it's like, oh, I want to be in the UFC. And then you're like, hold on. Have you looked at one championship? Because you've never fought for any other organization. Like, yeah. all you know is one championship. I feel like you've had it good, you know what I'm saying? Because you're fighting one championship. Yeah, definitely. In Hawaii, they, they know one. Um, because there's a lot of one champion fighters um, from Hawaii and and they're just fight fans in general, right? So, yeah, they love it. Um, but because Christian and I, um, you know, we teach classes at United um, and uh, the next generation coming up, you know, they're exposed to seeing us fighting and, and one. And, um, you know, so there's other options. And I think it's important that they have, you know, other options, not just like UFC, like, you know, when I first started doing MMA, everyone's like, yeah, you know, you, you, you do UFC? Yeah. Like, that's cool. Yeah. I was like, no, man, it's MMA. It's yeah. different. So now there's uh, that distinction going on and everyone's getting more educated. And um, yeah, like I said, they're, they're watching one championship shows. They're tuning in and uh, it, it's great. Speaking of young fighter, young talent, what, what about your sister? Oh, like, talk about that. Yeah. Uh, How old is she? She just turned 18, actually. Um, just graduated in May. Graduated high school. Uh, she wants to follow in your footsteps. She, she already is. Three times already, you know, uh, as a professional MMA fighter, and that was before she turned 18. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So we're, I was sitting here like, mm, Angela's Angela's youngest title uh, record may actually get broken by her own sister. <laughs> Not. So <laughs> she's good too, man. Is she, she's talented. There, we we actually did this um, piece on the two of them where they're training, like they're doing the same drills, and it's like a side by side video, and it's. Pretty, it's really I'm, I'm, cool. getting I'm getting chills. <laughs> no, I'm no cool, joke. Man. I get chills. It's it's cool like watching the two of them because they are, it's like shadows of each other that's just watching the train. Yeah. Do, you, do you want your sister following your footsteps? I want her to do you know whatever whatever is her passion and she's so talented like she she's smarter than the rest of us like yeah. she she's she, got the she brains. Than you? She honestly her her style is is different. It's like a combination How of me so? and Christian. Like. Uh, 
So when my dad started teaching us, as, um, you know, he taught all of us growing up. When you're and, little, your dad, mm -hmm. who's your coach now? Yeah, yeah. he's been yeah. my only coach. And um, yeah, you know, his style has changed and he's uh, evolved and developed, you know, and, and shown us new techniques. But I think the fact that she also has Christian and I as like, coaches and mentors to help her. Yeah. I mean, she gets the best of everything. So yeah, she's way better. Have you ever seen Soldier with Kurt Russell? Old school, yeah. Yeah, right. Remember how he was like engineered for, as a child? Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's their, their dad, Ken. That's what he's done with this entire family. <laughs> they're all killers. No. They, they got younger brothers and sisters that are gonna come killers. up too. All of them. I mean, they're be the lifeline yeah. of one championship. You just yeah. keep signing all the family. Yeah. I think their, their objective is to release, erase the other Lee. From yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you, your dad's background is what? Um, so he, you know, he grew up doing martial arts, um, but he kind of self-taught. He went to different gyms. He actually also trained with Matt Hume. Yeah, yeah um, that makes sense. I was just like one years old and Matt remembers me. The first time he saw me, he's like, I remember I seen you. You were just a baby. That's and I was like, nuts. what? I, it's before my time, right? But yeah, he went around training and, and his whole thing was about, you know, self-defense. And so for self-defense, you need to know all areas, yeah. stand up ground. And um, yeah, so he he's had a lifetime of martial arts and one thing he wanted to definitely pass on to us is to be able to protect ourselves. So um, grateful for that, yeah. Yeah, he wanted to protect you from like a mugger or something with a purse. He didn't think yeah. you were gonna be a world champion. <laughs> no, you know, I, he's all, I, I Jesus Christ, did. this really got out of hand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think he did. He just, because like, don't let her fool you. Her mom is, that champions. Well. Oh yeah, Jeez, that's it's the whole family, man. The whole, it's the whole family. Family. Yeah. Oh yeah. My my parents are, they are. They're really humble. They don't like to talk about themselves, but they are. Yeah. You don't either. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you guys are real humble. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. I dig that. But uh, before I feed you guys, and you don't have a fight coming up, Rich, you're retired, so you can eat too. Right? You see, you see you're in shape, though, yeah, right? Like, the, yeah, you're in shape. What, what do we What do we got on the menu today? Uh, today it's like a. It, it, so it's. Uh, uh, bun in a blanket, bun in blanket. So I think they're known for burgers, but they, they're doing a breakfast this early. We're shooting this early. They're doing a breakfast kind of thing for us. So it's breakfast. Well, just wait until you watch me try to order then. Uh, me too. It's going to be a nightmare. Um, <laughs> but before I, I feed you guys, um, my, my question for you and Chatri is like you guys are in, uh, uh, to be honest, I was naive to this as well. Like the, the amount of exposure that you guys have internationally and like how big one championship is compared to forget UFC, forget all these other organizations. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, you guys, you look at the Nelson ratings, it's nuts. Yeah, we nuts. Like, I'll be honest, like I went to the press conference yesterday and they have the Nelson ratings. It shows like how big is it? And it's like second. I forget what was first. But yeah. it, like you guys are massive. Yeah. And like I, I knew you were big and everyone's just like, yeah, one championship big outside the US. I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I, I knew it was, but you don't realize how big it is. So my question would be, I mean, you guys get the market corner outside the United yeah. States. Yeah. Like, why? Who, who cares? Here? On you know the Nielsen, yeah. On the Nielsen report yesterday, <clears throat> we, there was a, a stat that I cited that we're ranked in the top five of broadcast viewership, TV viewership for sports properties in 2021. And, you know, we're broadcast in 150 countries. But the reality is this, like, you know, when you look at sports properties, you look at some of the biggest sports properties in the world, NFL, for example, right? NFL, NBA, yeah. Right. NFL is one of the largest sports properties in the world. And that's primarily an American sport. I mean, people outside of America really don't. They've tried expanding. Yeah. It's just and, not. And, and the NFL will continue. They're doing games in Europe now. And it will help with international exposure. And I think some of it's catching on. But the, the point is that they, they got that number one spot. 
just with the United States alone. And that's the power of the sports market here in the U.S. And that's why you know, we've captured that side of the planet and it's time for us to come here. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. I think you guys are, are doing it right. You got a great team. You got great talent. And then you guys also, you know, like the way you found Stamp, like <clears throat> Fairtax. Oh. Monster. Yeah. She just came to like a tryout, like an open tryout. So that was part of the show that I was shooting. <clears throat> you guys would hold tryouts? I, I So I did a travel show, and on the travel show, sometimes we would hold tryouts. And I held a tryout at, uh, at um, in Bangkok there at a martial arts school. And I'm literally, I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there watching these two guys trying out on the mats, and they're doing pad work and doing their thing. And I just hear this this cannon going off. Like, I've told and the story. And where's this at? In, in Bangkok. So it's just like a million Muay Thai fighters? Yeah, and, and also no I, hear this, I hear this kick, and I'm like, Woof, and I'm like, what the heck? And I look over, and I, and I see this little girl kicking the pads I'm like oh man you know this this girl's talented I didn't even have to watch her in the rest of the tryouts I'm not even looking at the guys trying out I'm like staring over here at this other girl like mm-hmm yeah you and got so, a Muay Thai yeah. unicorn there. Yeah. yeah and so immediately like the moment we pulled her in the organization knew and and she's got a, a great backstory as well like a lot of families in Thailand their children they use their children to prize fight and that helps contribute to the household income and so you'll see footage of, of, of stamp fighting at the age of six. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's so sweet. Yeah. Like she's such a nice little thing. Mm -hmm. And then one championship was like, uh, cool, Stamp, uh, fight Angela. Yeah. And then Angela's like, cool story, Stamp. So here's what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to submit you. Yeah. She landed a good body shot, though. Oh, yeah. And that was after, Thanks what, a two-year layoff? Year layoff? Like, you were inactive for it a little was, bit. Um, it was two years. Two years. Yeah. Because you had a, a baby, right? Yep. Baby boy or girl? Girl. Well. She signed already to one championship, or what's the deal here? You know, that's it. Yeah, she already signed. She's uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you this much. So, her, I was asking her yesterday, she told me that her daughter's already walking, but the reality is her daughter's already shooting. She's duck walking and shooting dogs, <laughs> yeah. and throwing side kicks. Ken's, and Ken's already got her going. She, she can't walk, but she throws a mean spinning back kick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, she watches us in the gym every day, you know. So, oh, she's downloading all the data. She does, she punches me in the face. Oh. I'm telling you, she got a temper. She's gonna be a rascal. So, yeah. you, you, so you had the baby, then you came back, and whose idea was it for no, like, because usually, you know, especially with your status in one championship, you usually can request, like, you know, it goes, Rich, you have a long time off. You don't want to jump right back into the pool of, you know, monsters. Kind of want to warm up, but you just decided to, on the huge card, fight mm. Stamp Fairtex. And okay. she, you were in trouble a little bit there. She landed that body shot, you know. Stamps is a beast, but then once it went to the ground, it was game over. Yeah, man, so that was the fight. That was the fight I got called. I was like, I never turned down a fight. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Uh, but I just knew I needed the time, you know. It was a long camp, like my longest camp ever. It felt like it was going on for a long time. But that's what I needed to get to the point where, um, you know, get back to where I was. And, and, and yeah, that fight was great. Um, I had to feel good taking that long time off, becoming a mama, and then, you you know, stamps. No joke, man. That's well, a dangerous fight. On top of it, it's not. It's not like that she just fought Stamp, but we we ran a Grand Prix of all the best atom weights, all the best female atom weights, and then it was like the creme de la creme. Yeah, and Stamp the won that, right? Exactly. Yeah, Stamp so rolled through that monster. <laughs> yeah. So it was like the toughest of the tough comeback for her. And Stamp's outfit at the press conference definitely, you know, won the MVP for outfits. Yeah. <laughs> she came in that traditional Thai outfit. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't recognize her when we were in the hotel. Same. Yeah. I, I was, was like, like, who's this celebrity? Yeah. Oh, until, <laughs> until they said something. I was like, is Gorgeous that royalty? Girl. I was like, yeah. what's happening here? Uh, all right, let me feed you guys. Well, let's, let's do this. Let me feed all you guys. Right. All right. Let's take a little break from chatting with the legend, Rich Franklin, and the champ.
soon to be champ, champ, Angela Lee at one championship. Because, listen, I'm talking about security. You can't hire Angela Lee, myself, and Rich Franklin to protect your house all the time. You just, we, don't, we don't have the time. We're too busy. All right? There's better ways to go about it. And I'm here to tell you about my friends. I'm talking about home security with Simply Safe. Simply Safe home security can trust it, man. Simply Safe is advanced technology that puts the safety of me and my family first. Here's why I love it, and I have it all around my crib. With 24/7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected, and they dispatch police or first responders in case of an emergency. Even if you're not home, you're on vacation. Cool, they're still working for you. They're taking care of it, so you don't, you're not so stressed out while you're on vacation, you're on tour, whatever it is. Simply Safe's monitoring agents truly care about your well-being and are highly trained to help keep you calm and safe during stressful situations. Stay on the line with you the whole time till the help gets there. Simply Safe's customer first policy makes sure you're taking care of. Listen, affordable plans start at less than a dollar a day. No long-term contracts, no hidden fees, because feeling safe at home shouldn't break the bank. Customize the perfect system for your crib. In just a few minutes. You got a few minutes? Cool. Go to simplysafe.com slash shop, S-C-H-A-B. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Just go to simplysafe.com slash shop. Now let's get back to the program. Thanks for doing this, man. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having us. Yeah, short notice, early. Are we allowed to order off menu? Oh. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm gonna let you these, go healthy on us. You know I am. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't be this age and look this way eating egg sandwiches. Don't yes. make us feel bad. Yeah. No. Well, listen, Ugh. I'm gonna let you all go first, I'm so you can order guilt first. free. Yeah. Yo, what are you thinking? Um, I'm gonna do the breakfast burrito. Yeah. Solid With order. the sausage. Sausage. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Rich, go out, you order, and then, you know, I'll vibe off that. I don't no, no, no. I don't be the fat ass, No, I want to see, I wanna <laughs> no, see no. what you're going to do no, first. No, 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 no. I want to see, see what you're ordering, see, dude. Here's the, here, this is the reason why this is a bad idea, because whatever you order isn't going to change what I order. Yeah, but... But what I order is going to... 110%. Right? Yeah. Well, that's well just, uh, well, I want to eat healthy. Okay, I'll tell you what. Do a she, mock, She's currently do, fighting. Okay. So she's, she can, you know, All right. whatever. Do you and I... Do you have an egg white option? We do egg white. Okay, sweet. I'll tell you what I want. I want 12 egg whites. Yeah, I said that right. Yeah. And and uh, and a bowl of the chia seed pudding. I was looking at the. There you go. That sounds good, man. Two of those. <laughs> <laughs> He's sticking to his nutrition too. Yeah, and two what of those. Else do you want with that? Uh, yeah, yeah. And he wants the egg sandwich. Too. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, it, I, I will. I'll do the same thing. I'm eat like Rich Franklin today. Thanks, sir. Thank Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Got the food, it looks delicious. You've already uh, got started on yours, I don't blame you. Now, I wanna be very upfront, Rich, I was trying to copy your diet, and then uh, <laughs> I saw Angela's burrito, and I was like, listen, I will trade you this chia pudding for half of your burrito. It's before like, Rich recognized what's going on. We could send somebody out to go get another order, a burrito order for you. I was trying to get with your diet, <laughs> man. I'm just not made for I that I don't think a half a burrito is going to be enough for you. I think you're going to need another burrito. You know what? I actually don't you're eat that much. You know what? Here's the thing. I'm, you know, I've been carnivore. I cheat here. And then every, if I'm like with my kids at the movie, I'll cheat on my carnivore diet. But since carnivore, like, I'm messing up the brand, man. 
I'm becoming, you know, thin boy. It's not good. Yeah. It's not good. It's going to ruin the business. What do you, what, what do you weigh now? Uh, like today, I'm currently probably like 247, okay. two, 246. But I was, man, I was 272. I mean, you look good. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so do you. How many, how, many, how many calories are you eating a day? Do you Couldn't tell you. Semi Dude, sometimes I'll uh, intermittent <clears throat> fast during the morning. And then, you know, especially like a Monday or Tuesday, I have so many shows. I won't realize I didn't eat anything until about 3, 4 o'clock. Can't be healthy. But no, it's your boy's losing weight. Yeah, you know well, are you trying to lose weight? I don't want to be big. No? Oh, no, no, no. I don't want to be too big. No, no. Well, right, what, what's your ideal weight then? Oh, man. I mean, dude, don't get me started. I mean, I would love to be like 220. 220. Even though I look like like down I'm 220. I know. We'd, like three we'd be sweet, dude. Me. No, we'd be sweet to you. We'd be training partners. <laughs> Just be real skinny. Yeah. Yeah, I, I eat north of 4,000 calories every day. Oh, damn. Uh -huh. But you, you were notoriously known for having like your, your workouts, like your training camps were nutsos. Yeah, my like That was the the word around town, around the, the water cooler of the boys. Yeah. Like your workouts were nuts. You still, I'm sure there's still a... A degree of that. I'm yeah. sure your workouts aren't like, you know. No, when I go to the gym, man, I tear it up. Like when I'm in the gym, it's just the difference is the volume now. You don't, when I mean, you're in fight camps, you're training it's 25 a hours a week. And now I'm, job. I'm training seven or eight. Mm -hmm. But when I'm in the gym, man, I'm on it. Like, on really? It. Yeah, intensity. Yeah. And for you, Angela, your, your dad uh, creates all your camps. Like, as far as, does he, he does conditioning, everything? Yeah, yeah, everything in house. Mm -hmm. Dang. Is it, is it, I don't know, a conflict of interest having your dad as your head coach? Mm. I know he's like always looking out for my best interest, so that's one thing I never have to question. True. But, um, you know, it is tough. You know, we're family, you know, disagreements here and there sometimes, you know. You're you, I mean, you work together and then you're around each other all the time. Yeah. Which is good and bad. You yes, know, yes, definitely. But imagine what those family fights are like, right? Like, oh, man. <laughs> dude, her husband's a uh, world champion black belt. So, I wonder what, like, arguments in that house is like. Dicey. No, we're very no, civil. We're good. Yeah, we're, we're good. Yeah. Oh, she's pretty chill, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be like, I'll see you tomorrow at training. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, see you tomorrow. It's sparring day. Yeah. Little sisters talking shit. See you tomorrow at the gym. Um, uh, Rich, where did the, the the idea come up with to to expand not just MMA but doing the Muay Thai and then also the high level submission grappling? That was uh, that's Chatri's idea. That and I'll be idea. honest with you, I wasn't a fan. Like when he hit, we were we were on a call one time, like one of our, our meetings, and he. How long goes this? Uh, uh, it's been it's been years. Yeah, now I mean, because yeah. I'm thinking like time is just like time warp since COVID and everything, right? Yeah. I mean, it's like so. It seems like it was just last year, but I know it's probably been three or four years now. And he was like, "I want to do submission grappling more yeah. time." And we were in this meeting. And I was like, and you know, I thought, who who wants to go to an MMA event like an MMA event to watch Muay Thai? Um, so I'm sitting there, I'm watching the first the first event with Muay Thai in it, and I was like. Man, that was good. If it's high level Muay Thai, right? And I was like, that was good, but I don't want to like it still. Like I tried, yeah. I tried to still not like it, you know? Yeah. And uh, and it was just so good, man. And you know, with the, the Muay Thai that we do with the four ounce gloves, and um, and then we just we kept adding things. And so the whole concept, it was uh, he was the brainchild on that, and it's yeah. I, now that now that it's unfolded, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm great idea. My pride on that. It was yeah. a great idea. Yeah. Remember, I've always championed this idea. Uh, but he, yeah, uh, I would like to pretend like I was that yeah. guy that was like, like remember when we came up with the idea, Chachi? Yeah. Like, <laughs> exactly. 
But um, I do, like, I, I think as a hardcore and I watch everything, you know, I love it. I love the uh, the submission grapple, especially at that high level. It's mm -hmm. great to see. Muay Thai is great. And then the MMA is great. And then you guys even mixed it with DJ, yeah. where it was, what, a round of Muay Thai, and then a round of straight-up MMA. Yep. With, Again, uh, it was I, DJ and uh, Raw Tang. Raw Tang, who's yeah. a savage, mm. super savage. But you know, what were you going to say? That match, too. I remember thinking, if I was DJ, I would have gone out in that match and I would have utilized like, a clinch just to eat time off the clock, right? Because they were three-minute rounds, so I'd come in and I would clinch. All he has to do is get through that first round. Exactly. Just don't get knocked out. Exactly. Shell and up like a turtle. He didn't until about a, a, maybe a min minute and a half, a little over a minute and a half of the round. And uh, like, he, started, he was exchanging. And, I know. Uh, a rod time landed a couple. Yeah. I was like, come on, dude. I know. I was, what, what are you thinking? doing, dude? You're representing yeah. all of MMA. But, <laughs> no, he, he, he got it done. It was, it was nice. Yeah, I loved it. It's different. I think a lot of people dug it. I do think coming over to the States, if, if you know, that's where I think educating the American fans on it. Because, you know, kickboxing, even though there's glory at a super high level here, you know, and a lot of other kickboxing Muay Thai organizations have tried to uh, do well in America. For whatever reason, it just doesn't, it hasn't caught on. And I don't know why, because think about MMA, everyone wants to see a knockout. All they care about is stand up. They hate when it goes to the ground. Not all, everybody, but they love. So it's like, well, you know, this is guaranteed not to go to the ground. It's yeah, exactly. just at the highest level, <clears throat> the highest level strikers in the world. So I don't know if it's the message or if it's just bad marketing. I don't know what's going on there, but if you guys could figure that out. Well, I think, you know, you that, got I think that, um, I think that what ends up happening with our event is that we have the right balance of things. You come in, you're going to, you're going to see a card, 10, 12 fights on the card, probably primarily MMA fights, but then you're going to have one or two Muay Thai fights, one or two kickboxing fights, a submission grappling match. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, in a, a 12 fight card, you know, you're going to have Six, seven MMA matches, and then these things get sprinkled in. So you don't—you're not sitting there watching kickboxing back so to back to back. Yeah. yeah. So that when you see a, a high level, you know, we had Jonathan Haggerty here yesterday. So when you see a high level, Stud. high level stand-up fighter like that, and his elbows, oh, oh my god, god. right, such a savage. I think that in those kind of doses, it can be appealing to the American audience. I believe that this this event, because we're not an MMA event, this is something the American audience has never seen outside of the whole production quality of it. It's like, this is a different kind of event, and I think that that's what's going to appeal to the audience here. I think especially right now, and, you know, uh, especially in America, it's like, it's, you know, the entertainment value, right? And, like, mm -hmm. if, I think with uh, one championship, like, the walkouts are very, I'd say, pride-ish. If you remember the Pride FC, yeah. like, it's very pride-ish with that. And then, you know, the, the production value is super high. But then it's also, it's, it's kind of like, I think he says at the press conference, it's kind of like a, uh, you know, a rock show mixed with fighting. Like, it's this high-level, like, high-energy kind of product. Yeah. Which I think Americans can relate to, and that <clears throat> kind of separates you from the other organizations. Were, were you in the studio that day? Uh, I think it was Joe Rogan's show when Eddie Bravo was talking about his experience down when he came to Singapore. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought you were there yeah. on that episode. Yep. And, he, and he was talking about it. Like, being, being an executive for the company and seeing what we do with those, like the LED screen and the computerized, Nuts. like all these, all these like custom walkouts for the athletes, you know, it's like, it's highlights and computer graphics and all this. And then that's mixed with like a laser light show and, and pyro and that's an event, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. smoke. And, and w when you work in that environment and you get used to seeing it, you forget. And then suddenly you see somebody like Eddie come in and they're like, they're sitting there watching this. Like, wow, this is amazing. And it's a unique like these are these are custom done for every athlete that walks out. Yeah, that's nuts. You know, they'll have elements of like 
cultural, like you, know, you saw Stamp yesterday yeah. at the press conference. And so they'll have cultural elements like that intertwined into their walkouts. And so it's just, it adds a whole different level of hype. Not, it, it translates on TV. But Big when time, you're yeah. when you're live in person, that's in person, yeah, that's what I at, say, at yeah, the event, it's yeah, yeah. I, I think too, like the you know, obviously, you guys are huge internationally, like especially in the Asian market. They're more educated on. I feel like mixed martial, like they don't you know boo when it goes to the ground, or if, even if it's a boring fight, they don't boo. You know, mm-hmm. they're and they're not as uh, animated as Americans, right? Like we yell, or you hear like rip his hat off, right? Yeah, yeah. So in um, you know Asia, they don't. They're very respectful, and they they kind of when it goes to the ground, they can appreciate like you know passing guard again, the side control and stuff like that. In America, there's less of uh, an attention span almost. You know, they just want to see the entertainment value. So I think that's you know educating the American fans on you know, that high level grappling once they see it at the highest level and the kickbox and Muay Thai. You once they understand it, it's on. I mean, you remember like even when when I first won my title, like East Coast fans, man, like the moment that the fights hit the ground. Man, it was you, three seconds and you were getting booed. And you've seen this education level because it doesn't happen anymore. No, Boston here, you're gay. Yeah. Like, you got a takedown, dude. No, but like now it's, it's, it doesn't happen because you know, no, the fans are. And I think on, on that side of the planet, the, the fans over there were unfamiliar. For example, I traveled to Myanmar. Have you, you've seen Lethway matches before. Yeah. Yeah, so Lethway's a lot like Muay Thai kickboxing for anybody that's not familiar with it, but they allow headbutts. And then tr- traditional Lethway, they fight without gloves. And so. When you see that, you're like, man, this is this is brutal. And when you travel to a country yeah. like that, they look at MMA as being brutal, and so Big you, time. you start explaining things. And I'll just say that, you know, we traveled to countries where they didn't even know what MMA was, and we were able to educate and close the gap and seize those markets like really fast, really fast. And you, with with Chatri, I guess what makes him kind of the out. We can end on this with with Chatri, obviously. You know, coming over, getting that deal with Amazon is massive. You know, you have five fights that we broadcasted here on Amazon, you know, to the American fan base. As far as him, the vision, I guess, you know, I, I see his moves and everyone tells me how brilliant he is. And obviously he, you know, had the the IQ to hire you and sign you and he's doing the right things. I don't know if that why, takes why, a whole lot of IQ. <laughs> yeah. Why, 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 why are you such an outlier? Like, I don't hear, you know. Promoters, it is what it is. You know, they're they're running the circus, so you know it's a tough gig. But I don't hear a lot of bad things being said about Chatri, which is unique when it comes to fight promoters. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, this <coughs> when you when you look at the company, like our company is built on a lot of the values that you get from martial arts, right? Honor and respect and integrity and courage, and these are the reasons why you like people put their kids in martial arts, mm-hmm. self defense. But you also want them to, you know, learn things like respect. Yep. And so, you know, the entire company was was built on that, and we, we have this kind of athlete first mentality when it when it comes to those kind of things. So, I think that's a lot of the reason why you you know you don't hear these kinds of things about yeah. a promoter like Ever. that because yeah. Yep. Well, I'm glad you guys. Uh, I like to think you guys came all the way to LA to do this food truck, but I think you're here to you know. Celebrate this Amazon. No, actually, I came mm-hmm. here. For, I came here for the food truck diaries, uh, but then I, th- I figured I might as well hit the press conference while I was here. That's right? what I'm you thinking. Know? Yeah, so. that's what I'm thinking. Well, uh, Rit, uh, dude, I've been a fan for a hot second, man. And I love what you're doing with one championship. And Angela, you're. I told you this. I think you're the 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 cash cow for one championship to break into this American market. So hopefully, you get a big fight announced soon, so mm-hmm. Americans can tune in. And I uh, wish you guys the best, man. Keep crushing it, both of you guys. Rich Franklin, Angela Lee, everybody.
12-time world champion Demetrius Johnson makes his much-anticipated debut at one championship. The one flyweight world Grand Prix champion! Well, obviously, I'm the number one contender. I got a date with Adrian Reyes. A world title showdown for the flyweight gold. Well, Adriano said Demetrius was dominating UFC. I was dominating one championship. DJ's hurt! Adriano Marias defeats Demetrius Johnson. Everybody knows who is the best in this division. If you know, you know. If you didn't, you know now. Tell you what, I can take a knee to the jaw and get right back up. We've all 